Hey, Mark, long time no see. Hello, sir. <laughs> or long time no smell. <laughs> After talking about farmers, this is part two of Thought for the Day. Now, we're going to be speaking about that famous, I mean, really famous, and in certain corners of the press, that infamous interview between Tucker Carlson and Vladimir Putin. Oh, yes. First off, Mark, tell us, how many views has it had just on one platform? It's actually flying now because it was actually 88.7 million about two minutes ago, and now it's 88.8. Oh, my word. That's on. That's just on Twitter alone because it's actually on his website, so... Oh, you can't. You... God knows. <laughs> First off, the premise of the interview with Putin. What do you think the intention was behind it? He says he wants the American people to hear both sides of the story, basically, seeing as they're funding the whole thing, because right. he knows as well as anybody that the media over here do not tell you the truth. No, they don't. They don't report on everything that's going on. You can see that. As far as like sort of the farmers were concerned, how much of that was coming across initially? Exactly. That's only just started to enter the mainstream. I think Tucker's proven a point, though, because last time he had planned to interview Putin, I think some of the intelligence agencies in America actually spied on his emails. Yeah. So I think he's just like, well, sod you, I'm doing it. Well, I watched it. Putin came across very calm and very considered in his responses. Now, how much of that information where the questions were asked were passed to Putin before, I don't know. But I have to say, he was determined to give a history of the relationship between Russia and Ukraine and to go back many, many, many hundreds of years. Now, could you imagine Joe Biden being able to do that? I don't think Biden can remember the last couple of minutes. <laughs> Never mind all the years. Well, I listened to it. And he was giving a very creditable reasoning why he went in and the reasons behind why he actually justified it. The other thing that came across to me about Putin is not only does he know the history, whether that history could be debated, he was very coherent in his knowledge about it. And you can't get that kind of coherence in the interview, unless you've really studied up on the subject. And Tucker was right. You won't get this from our media. They just no. say Putin, bad man, invade small country. That's it. Big country must be taught lesson. Again, it's that there's black and white. There's never any gray in the middle with these people. But oh, well, He called Ukraine a satellite state of the United States. And he also said that Britain played a part in disrupting negotiations for peace. Zelensky has the opportunity to deal direct to do these things. And they had an agreement in place and there were a lot of signatures put down on a document. And then after Boris Johnson went across to Ukraine, that was it. The agreement was shelved. Go ahead. What was that agreement though? It might not have been a very fair one for Ukraine, you see, so... It could Although have been, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that Putin's telling the whole truth. Yeah, he's got to take what he says with a pinch of salt. But I've just looked at what the media have been saying. Putin's on a rant. He blames the US. He's threatening World War Three. How democ This is how democracy dies. They tried to link it to Trump. What What I saw is what you've just said. He gave an in-depth history for about 30 minutes. Yeah. Explaining how Ukraine was 
and the people were part of Russia. They also mentioned the failed agreement when the USSR was broken down. They broke it down themselves. But he was told there was going to be an agreement where when Germany was re- reunited, they were Russia were going to have a part in sorting all this out and be on the world stage. They asked if there was a possibility that they could actually become part of NATO. Didn't happen. I mean, I'm not, I'm not defending the guy. I think he's out of order with this war and stuff. But from his point of view, he, he's seen them roll back. Encroaching. And then, and then NATO encroaching on them. Yeah. And that wasn't what was, you know, they, they disbanded the USSR and he... I think they're probably regretting it now. Well, the other thing that came across to me is is that he gave a hint about backdoor deals. Like, for example, Tucker Carlson put out the question about one of the young journalists that have been put in prison for espionage. Yeah. And Putin said, look, there's no real benefit to us keeping an American journalist in prison here. The special services behind the scenes are already in negotiation. Yeah. Now... What other government or representative of a country talks in those terms? He was just being honest. He just said, there's, there's talks going on. We don't want to see him here. He should be going back to his motherland. Now, uh, what I liked about him was he kept on talking about the people, his motherland. That was the impression that I was getting and protecting the people. When have you ever known anybody to be talking about protecting the people in this country? Hmm. Yeah. Sometimes it takes that type of dictator figure to actually protect them. Exactly. Although a lot of the other aspects they do are not great at the same time. Another thing he was pointing out, John, was the fact that it's everyone saying, oh, the communists and they want this USSR back. He tried to explain what, when they broke it down, we, we tried to get away from communism. We're now yeah. a capitalist economy. What are, what are you all talking about? I mean, I'm no supporter of the guy, but it's like Tucker said, it's good to get both. Side, so it can be checked and verified. We have looked into this, and the, I'm, I'm afraid the US have to, have to take some blame for what's been going on. Yeah. Not the invasion part, but... Well, the biggest thing that came across to me, and I, we're going to have to wrap this up soon, is yeah. what Putin was hinting at is the West are now kicking back against a change in the geopolitics of the world and the way that the economies are operating. And he said, there is a natural change coming on right now. He said it took about, I think it was about 400 or 500 years for Rome to die. And it was one of the greatest things he'd he'd ever come across in history. You'd never get another Rome again. And what's actually happening is, is that the Chinese economy, which he's a part of with BRICS, is now actually beginning to lead and the West are beginning to kick back against that. And that's why certain things are going on to delay those economics. So that if China are actually going to be the leading economy, that's fine because if you're trading, you're not warring. That's a simple thing. And he said basically that Russia doesn't want to go to war with anybody. He's slightly hypocritical, though, seeing as he's... He's in Ukraine. Doing what he's doing, yeah. But he said that so he's again, quite... Like he, what he says with a pinch, pinch of salt. salt. But he's quite willing to negotiate. He said, and it's the West that are holding things up. So, I don't know. It looks that way, because I think the, the West, same, is they've seen a chance to weaken Russia. Yeah. Why? Like, in the long term as well, because if they're bogged down in this war for another three, four years, and they lose a lot of soldiers, which is probably what's happening. Yeah. 
I can see why they're doing it, but I don't know. I mean, even if you report on this honestly and just give give a you know a, a balanced view of what's going on, you're called an apologist for Putin, aren't you? And it's just well, I from what I saw also is appears to be a very religious man, and that came across to me quite strongly, especially at the end. He said the West are pragmatic. We basically think I can't remember the question that Tucker Carlson asked him, but it invoked a more religious response from Putin. Anyway, what's your thought for the day on that one? I don't know. Again, it's never black and white, is it? No. It's not big country invasion. There's a history to this. I'm afraid NATO are in that history. How's well, it going to pan out? My Did thought for the day, this out, you know? my thought for the day on that one is let's hear all the facts. And thank you, Tucker, for actually making an interview with Vladimir Putin interesting and giving us food for thought. That's my thought for the day. There we go. Interesting, yeah. Indeed. Well, there we go. All right, Mr. Hartley, there's our thoughts for the day. And that was thoughts for the day, part two. And I'm quite happy about that. I'm not happy about leaving you, sir. But you'll get over it. I know. In about two minutes after I start the editing, where can I cut him? Where can I cut Mr. Hartley there? Can I cut him there? Uh, I'll come and tuck you in later. Read <laughs> you the story. Oh, like, like, like the Raven. Do you want to hear yeah. a story? Steve, tell me a story. I get jealous. 